it is good at the end of the year to pause and reflect on the year. So I'm walking in the woods and I'm asking the question of how to do that well. How do we reflect in a way that is not overly negative where we're hard on ourselves about the year and what we didn't accomplish and what didn't work out or what happened to us. Nor is it just a list of accolades on a resume or anything like that. But it takes a broad view because this year, like most years, is mixed. I know this year many of you experienced breakups. Others experienced breakthrough. Some lost someone who was incredibly important in their life. And others met the love of their life. Some of us felt like we couldn't get things started that we wanted to see happen. Others saw something years in the making fall apart. Others found a way through for the first time something that had been stopping them for years. Some of us learned a great deal about ourselves and some of us struggled. When we saw things about ourselves, we didn't particularly want to see. And it all belongs. It's all part of it. So with the complicated canvas that was the sheer, where do we begin? And we begin where we begin with anything of significance and meaning. And that is that we begin in grace. Grace is the only place to start. It's the only place that actually makes sense because no one has done this before or figured out the mystery of how to be you. There's no script. There's no way it's supposed to be. There's no perfect answers to the most complicated questions. Much of life is a gamble. So we start with grace. We start with grace in all of our relationships and our interactions because otherwise we are stuck with the two damning questions of what is wrong with them or what is wrong with me. We return to grace because we do not want to live in unanswerable or unhelpful questions. We want to live in the good ones, which means we start by honoring that this year we were on the journey and we honor whatever the journey held for us. And we graciously whisper to ourselves that I am here for you for better or worse, in sickness and in health, for richer or poorer. I love you and I commit to this journey and this process because it is good. We start with grace because only from a place of grace can we proceed without shame, which gives us the illusion of moral advancement without its benefits, without anxiety that we will never be who we would like to be, or that things will never work out, or that we won't have what it takes, or with a profound lack of peace, we are frustrated at ourselves and others for what was supposed to happen. Of course we see that, we have to breathe that in, and then we have to breathe that out to move along. So if you reflect on this year, start with grace. And what needs, as my mom likes to call it, EGR, extra grace required. 
from a place of grace, we can then move to step two, which is gratitude. To truly honor the journey, we have to say thank you. Thank you to every gift that came our way, every door that opened, every opportunity we got, every experience we got to behold, every wonderful thing, and everything we do not yet understand, that we do not yet see the meaning of, that we have not yet learned the lesson of, that we still stand outside and observe and say, I don't know yet what you are here to give me, what you are here to teach me, but I'm still grateful for an experience that is part of my becoming, even if I do not yet understand what it is, what it means, or where it's leading. So once we have covered everything in grace, we can shift our view to gratitude and say, what am I thankful for this year? And when you have covered yourself in grace and seen through the eyes of gratitude, you can reflect on what do you need to grieve? Where do you need to admit a sense of loss, of pain? What has happened that needs to be honored by the admitting of pain, of disappointment, of loss, and notice what emotions come up. Because grief takes many forms. Sometimes it is angry at what it's lost. Sometimes it feels unworthy. Sometimes it feels lost. Sometimes it is afraid of what will happen in the future because of what is lost in the past. So grief will take many forms, but honor its voice and its presence in your life because it is still part of your healing. The purpose of grief is to heal us from past wounds. And often when these negative feelings come up, we want to analyze them or understand them or we want to create a story around them to have a greater sense of control but maybe treat those like a dream that you know you will never understand but is healing your psyche while you sleep. Best way to honor those emotions is to simply allow them to pass through you. Allow your body to feel them. So as we look back at the year and we reflect on grace, on gratitude, and on grief, Let us look forward because we need fuel for what is ahead. So ask, what are you inspired by? What are you fascinated by? What are you interested in? What is drawing the best of you forward? Where do you need to lean in to your curiosity? What are you inspired to invest in? Contemplate the way you are wired, knowing that who you most naturally are is what the world most needs from you. And if the voice comes up that who are you to want to do that or want to dream in that direction or want to pursue that, remember, not everyone is interested in that. Not everyone is drawn to what you are drawn to. So default your thinking to believing that it's because there's something true to who you are in it to be explored. So ask yourself what you are inspired by. And how can you lean into it? How can you move toward it? 
And when you think about this inspiration, think of it in a three centers kind of way. What would help your body thrive more in this next year? In what ways do you need to eat and move and experience the world viscerally and tangibly with a sense of wonder and pleasure and discipline as a great form of self-love? What would be good for your heart this year? Your connections with others for it is in the heart that the memories stick. So what do you want to experience? Who do you want to be around? Start with the who and move into the what and the how, which will lead you to your head space. What will be good for your mind? What are some things you may need to remove so you don't have an anxious and quick-moving mind always dancing from one thing to the next? What do you need to do to apply more clarity? What would be a gift for you in learning? in understanding, in vision, because all of this will take you to vision, which allows you to do the last part of this exercise, which is to set intention. Not resolution, but intention. You cannot be fully resolved in a decision that is untested. Intention allows you to stay curious without judging those decisions you've made because you understand that they are all part of the exploration. This isn't about a finality. This is not about a landing. This is not about a past failure. This is about a practice. And intention is a practice where we see the redeemed version of ourself in the distance calling us forth and we say, I'm moving toward you. I want to honor the story you are inviting me into. And so set intentions for the year. Based in the covering of grace, the exercise of gratitude, the honoring of grief, the attention toward your particular inspiration and curiosity. And then set your intentions from that place. Knowing that when you do this, you are building a beautiful life. You are not caught or stuck in a question of just who am I? Because you know you are co-creating the answer to that every day, every decision, every movement, every person you're around, every experience you have, every loss and every gain is all part of this becoming. We honor all of it. Grace, gratitude, Grief, inspiration, and intention. Grace and growth, my friends. We look forward to talking to you in the new year.